So how you doing? It's Friday. There is some news we got to talk about, but it's the the final day of raising money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We've been at it all week long. Um, can we get our uh, the latest total of where we are? Because we did that horrifying singing thing last last hour. Where are we? Gladys, hit a drum roll for me, would you? Gladys, a World War One veteran. Gladys. That's not a drum roll. There we go. Thank you, Gladys. $623,220. So we get about a little, little over 20 grand on, on that. That's pretty cool. Uh, my in, my annual income sleeve boy donated $250. Boy, you got to... Uh, well, you give what you can. Oh, uh, boy, can I say that one out loud? Hey, Gavin, eat a satchel of Richards. I don't know what that <laughs> means. I don't have any idea what that means. That's $25. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to... Hmm, Keep yeah. yapping, man, in with $50. Fantastic. Um, love that. Go to armstrongandgetty.com if you want to donate. We're going to have to figure out a new goal, obviously. Uh, welcome to the show, Mike Slater, our colleague on San Diego's Talk AM 760. Talk a little bit about Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. He's been helping out over the years uh, raising money. Uh, how you doing, Mike? Brother, great to talk to you. Your audience is simultaneously ridiculous and amazing. <laughs> 623,000? How do you do that? Well, we got, uh, you know, three hours to go, so I don't know what we're going to get to. Uh, but that that's a lot of money in in four shows and, uh, and an hour. So, Heck yeah, we're yeah, pretty happy is. with that. And it's going to go a long way. So I was on your show briefly yesterday afternoon. Um, we wanted to have you come on and... You know, you, like us, have been around the people that have benefited from Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. You've been out there a bunch. Um, explain what it is to you. Yeah, so the, the f- most important thing we're doing today is uh, when you donate, we're buying plane tickets so these guys can go home to see their families. And all the more important this year when families aren't traveling as much, and some families think they can't even go see their family, right? Their, their loved ones can't come visit them. Uh, so I feel like we're going to have a lot of surprises this year as well, uh, which is which is beautiful. Cool. Um, so that's the that's the first thing. And you talk to these guys, and they they have the best healthcare in the world at at all these amazing hospitals here in San Diego. But there's nothing like going home and having mama's home-cooked meal and getting hugs from family and seeing people you haven't seen for years. And these soldiers, they come back and they're totally rejuvenated. Like it's, 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 They're a new person when they come back and they're all ready for their new therapies and everything else they got to do moving forward. And that's a beautiful thing, a beautiful gift that you can give these families. So that's the main thing we're doing today. Uh, yeah, and that is absolutely fantastic. And I know the first time we uh, took a tour of Freedom Station, what struck me, because I've got a brother who's served in uh, combat situations, um, these guys, when they come back, they don't they don't talk to anybody. You, you, will, you will never find out what your brother, your dad, your mom, your whoever did, because they're, they're probably not ever going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So these guys end up at Freedom Station, and they can come out of their rooms into the little courtyard there and meet with other people who have been through the same sort of thing they have and and actually get to talk to somebody about their experiences. And all kinds of uh, therapists, experts, doctors say there is nothing better than that. No, add on top of that, they have this wheelchair basketball team. They travel the world. They're, like, incredible, obviously. And, like, that brotherhood of, like, simulated combat on the basketball court is incredibly powerful and healing for these guys. So that's all part of what they do. And I know, Jack, when you talk to these guys, uh, they're so unbelievably humble 
Yeah. It, it's it's same thing talking about World War II vets. It's the same thing. Every every era of these veterans, mm-hmm. it's a totally different type of person. And they're all like, yeah, no big deal. Like they don't have legs. They have like right and like they're missing their eyes and all these. And they're like, yeah, no, it's fine. No big deal. I just did my job. And uh, you know, my biggest regret is that I couldn't go back. You know, I just wanted to go. Back. And you're like, what are you talking? Like, who are you? You're a ridiculous, incredible person. And they don't ask for any of this. But this is our gift. I don't know if it's the kind of people that join the military or if the military mm. creates this in a person. But like my brother, he would there's he would never complain about anything. <laughs> I mean, he's just he's just not going to complain about things. No, no, especially in an era where everyone's always only complaining about everything. Right. We right. need more of them. I'll tell you one story I was just thinking of before we came on. Uh, it was last year. So we fly these guys home for Christmas, but a couple of the guys save their ticket for something else maybe throughout the year, right? So one guy, uh, some family member was getting married. So he saved it for you know a couple months and he went back and it was the first time his family ever saw him walk. Oh, wow. He walked down the aisle for his brother's wedding or whatever it was and it was the first Ooh. time they've ever seen it, right? So like, that's the gift <laughs> you're giving. Imagine that whole experience. Imagine that whole thing and you're a part of that. That is amazing. Go to armstrongandgetty.com right now. Uh, We're still raising money, and we're going to see where we can get by the end of the show today. And uh, you'll be hearing more with uh, Mike Slater this afternoon on uh, San Diego's Talk AM 760. Well, I got you on the line, Mike. I got to ask you. Um, Uh How how big a trouble politically do you think the governor of California is in uh, because of this? I I, I realize that any time for our audience... Any Democratic governor, they're always talking about a recall movement, and I usually mm. kind of think, yeah, no, whatever, because, you know, he's not, they're not your cup of tea, I get it. But uh, to me, this crossed the line into you, you just, you just do not care at all what anybody no, thinks. No, you got to go. Yeah, the hypocrisy, obviously, everyone's going over there. But I, I haven't even heard even the beginnings of a scientific argument for what a curfew does. Like, what no, in the no, world? No. Are they even, like, for what? So I don't know why, what it could be yeah, other than a showboating or control. What is it? We were just reading a quote from a, a restaurant manager who said, we feel like we're being targeted that you're punishing us with this uh, curfew now in California, and there are other states that are doing it. You can't be out after 10 o'clock uh, or before 5 a.m., and obviously bars and restaurants have to be completely closed. And, and yeah, that's been my question. Is the COVID getting spread after I go to bed in a way I don't know? <laughs> and I haven't even heard a bad argument for the curfew. Like, there's no argument. Like, there's literally no argument for it. And if anything, you'd want it, you'd want things to stay open later, right? So, yeah. like the gym, you'd want the gym to stay open until midnight so people can spread out more if that's your concern. Sure. And they're doing the opposite. They're making more people go in a smaller time frame. It's absolutely ridiculous. But I don't know. I don't have much hope in this state. I, I don't know what, what you do, right? It keeps getting worse and worse, and we keep voting for these fools every I, single time. Yeah, but I feel, I feel like you got to have... You gotta, you gotta say there are some limits. You have to at least <laughs> pretend. You have to at least <laughs> pretend that you understand we're in an economic calamity, so you don't go eat at the fanciest restaurant in the world openly with lobbyists. All and, right, you and, gotta at least go through the motions. You do it at a private home, so we don't know. And I'm sure I know you saw his apology, like a smarmy, smiling, oh, yeah. fake oh, yeah. apology. And he did the thing, like, listen, we're all human. We all make mistakes. It's oh yeah, Gavin. We've all been there where we've all just stumbled into the French Laundry. <laughs> right. I just did it a couple weeks ago. We've all been there. I said I'd never do it again, but it's like the third or fourth time I keep falling off the wagon of stumbling into the French laundry. <laughs> My favorite part is where he kind of laughs like, you know, I guess I got I, I to actually practice what I preach. <laughs> Why is that funny? That's not funny. 
Yeah, you clown. You almost destroyed the state. You have to patch the your piece because we sure do. And uh, I know our uh, uh, sheriff down here in San Diego, they're starting to find people now. They're going business to business. I've had some mayors reach out to me, say that the sheriffs are coming now this weekend. This is the weekend. Sheriffs are finding churches and, and all these other businesses. They're cracking down here in San Diego County. I hope the car- the courts start getting involved. All these politicians have fallen way too in love with the idea that we can open and close things whenever we want. Yeah, what, and when does that? When do they rein that back? Oh, I right? know. And and how does this not ha- happen the next time there's a bad flu or the mm. next time there's you know a West Nile virus or whatever the hell? How did they not immediately jump to the? Oh, sorry, your business is closed. Churches can't happen. Schools are shut. It's amazing, like Disneyland and all the theme parks down here. Like they said, maybe next spring. Ooh. Maybe next spring. And all the theme parks are like, what do, what do you mean? What do you mean maybe next spring? Because there's, they've never shut down, as you said, for the flu. Or have you ever heard of Disney World and Disneyland shutting down for anything? But now is it just going to be forced down for anything? I don't know what the line is. And I'm glad I was glad to hear Alito, Sam Alito, the other day said he's never seen an infringement on our liberties like this before. Oh, uh, absolutely. Bill Barr was right, even though he got so much crap for it, when he said outside of slavery, there's never been a theft of personal freedom like this. Whoa. <laughs> And yeah. it's you know you're not allowed to open your business. You're you're not allowed to go to church. It's it's absolutely incredible. Anyway, let's uh, let's yeah. uh, let let's uh, let's turn it back positive again. Uh, donate money to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Go to ArmstrongandGetty.com right now to do it. Mike Slater. I'll tell you what, Jack. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the five hundred dollars that I was going to spend at the French Laundry next week. <laughs> And I'm gonna donate it to the to the Warriors. That's the hero like a, I am. Five hundred bucks gets you like the water. The yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so you're you're gonna pass on the uh, the 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 mozzarella sticks or whatever. But that's fine. <laughs> oh, listen, I thought I was a hero. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> no, that's that's absolutely awesome. Uh, appreciate that, Mike Slater. You hear him on San Diego's Talk AM seven sixty. Thanks for your time, dude. Appreciate it, Jack. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, I just saw a look on Sean's face that leads me to believe something exciting has happened. Maybe we'll save that for the other side of the break, uh, and we'll come up with a total and everything like that. And we got to talk about the Rudy Giuliani press conference and then the reaction by Tucker Carlson last night I thought was really interesting and where we're going with that whole story. But anyway, all that on the way. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. Here at Rockefeller Center in New York, workers found a saw-wet owl tucked inside the iconic Christmas tree brought down to the city from upstate. The bird is now being cared for at a wildlife center, which decided to name it Rockefeller. That poor owl must have woken up like anyone who's passed out in the back of an Uber. (laughs) Where did you take me? I live... I live four blocks from the bar. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, who I believe has had that experience before, as have I. Not an Uber, but a cab. <laughs> um, keep driving. I'll recognize the hotel when I see it. This is right around the corner here. <laughs> uh, welcome. Wrapping up the week, raising money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We got to come up with a new goal, obviously. Um, I know we've had some big donations, Sean. Uh, yeah, we have. There's certainly uh, some whales. Do we want to do a total before? Or no, here, we'll, we'll just talk about some of the whales first here. And see where we are. Grab my binoculars. So uh, Whale, I hear a whale. Yeah. I hear a whale in the distance. We got Tom with 5,000, a supporter with another 5,000. 
Robert with 4,000. We got Corrine and Kent each chipping Whoa. in with 1,000 each. I mean, I, I, you you wish for whale sightings like this when you book those tours. Whoa. Um, also, smaller donations, it all adds up. Supermodel gymnast looking to marry board operator starting 11-12-2020 with a $100 donation. I believe that's a reference to you, Michelangelo. I'll forward it, forward the information your way. Oh, I still got my whale noise going. <laughs> Um, we had a, got a text the other day. Why do you guys call them whales? That's uh, what the casinos call them, right? Yeah. The yeah. really big spenders that roll in that are going to dump a ton of money, they call whales. Exactly. And whales get certain treatment. But, uh, yeah, so we're looking at whales. And uh, apparently, because this happened last year, too, a lot of you whales wait till Friday till you... I get it. I get it. If Maybe if you jump in right at the beginning, it kind of ruins the enthusiasm for those of us who donate $25, $100, at a time. Uh, you roll in with your five grand, but that's that's uh, very welcome and pretty darned awesome. It's phenomenal. Do you want a you want a full total here? Um, uh, Portuguese patriot, a hundred dollars. I don't know. Okay. Uh, don't give up on the process of a fair election. I, I agree. Two hundred fifty dollars. But let's get a total real quick. Six hundred sixty-five thousand one hundred fifty-two dollars. All right, that's skyrocketing. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. Six sixty. Okay, well, so we started the show. Executive producer Hanson thought we should set a goal of seven sixty, and I thought that's too much to get in four hours. I just I don't think that could. It seems within reach. It's absolutely within reach. So I'm that looking, is I'm... the that is the current goal seven sixty seven hundred sixty thousand dollars. Using just... my binoculars, I normally use to spot the whales. I can see that goal. So we're going to go over three quarters of a million dollars in uh, in in four days in one show. That's absolutely amazing. Um, I don't know how far into it I can get this segment. We should probably start. So Rudy Giuliani came out yesterday with also with attorney Sidney Powell. They are part of Trump's legal team to um, uh, fight the election fight, making the claim that. The election was stolen, that Trump won in a landslide, and that they can prove it. I struggle with this stuff because I don't take it seriously. I, I understand those of you on both sides who do take it seriously, whether you're on the side of, no, I believe Trump, I believe he won in a landslide, and I believe he got stolen from, why wouldn't you take this seriously? And then there are people on the other side saying, look, you can't just ignore a president claiming the election was stolen and he won in a landslide and that's how that's how rigged our election system is those are big deals i and this is probably the worst place to be as an american i see it as such just a tv show i think it's just well i just think it's a tv show um and i don't take it seriously i probably should it's a big deal to claim that a presidential election was stolen but there is some nuance to what happened yesterday, and I'm going to I'm going to lay it out in order. Let's start with uh, what Rudy Giuliani was saying um, early yesterday in the 90 minute press conference. Um, we'll go with uh, cut 40. She was assigned to uh, voting duties in September, and she was trained by the city of Detroit and the state of Michigan. She was basically trained to cheat. She said that um, I was instructed by my su supervisor to adjust the mailing date of these absentee ballot packages to be dated earlier than when they were actually sent in. The supervisor made that announcement for all workers.
to engage in that fraudulent practice. That's not me saying that. That's just American citizens saying that under oath. So Rudy Giuliani laid out a fair amount of examples from across the country of, uh, of things that didn't go right. I mean, there were, was it five or 6,000 ballots that were found yesterday in, uh, in Georgia? Georgia still goes to Joe Biden, but they found a whole bunch of ballots when they started doing the recount that didn't get counted before. That's not good. We don't want that. We want to count every dang ballot that shows up uh, anywhere in the United States, and we want to count them properly. There are examples around the country of of lots of ballots either disappearing and not getting counted or counted improperly. We need to fix that. I think that's a big deal, and the media should really be interested in that. I think the, the sweet spot of perfection would be if the Washington Post or Fox or whoever took the valid claims of ballots not being counted the first time around or miscounted or whatever— and really dug into that and paid attention to it and started talking to politicians uh, about what we can do in the future to make sure that that doesn't happen. On the other hand, there is absolutely not evidence of widespread coordinated voter fraud that allowed the election to be stolen from Donald Trump. And I think we've got the, the best example of that comes from Tucker Carlson that we'll bring to you right after the commercial break. To me, the conversation is over once you hear this. So there is some voter fraud out there. We need to do better at counting all the ballots. We need to figure out mail-in voting and all that sort of stuff. But it wasn't a stolen election. Can both of those things both be true? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Most of us thought he'd be talking about such boring things as authentication machines for signatures. And instead, we got a global communist conspiracy that even featured the dead Hugo Chavez. I mean, it was quite a thing. The only thing missing was a sinister figure petting a white cat. The newly fired election official Chris Krebs agrees, saying, quote, that press conference was the most dangerous hour and 45 minutes of television in American history. So who did you hear from there? That was Jonathan Turley, who has been more than friendly to Donald Trump over the years. He calls the Russia impeachment and all that crap one of the biggest scandals in American history. It was such a fraud and a lie. He was on Trump's side all through that stuff. But he called yesterday's press conference and the claims that the election has been stolen. Um, crazy talk. And then that last tweet was from uh, this, uh, I guess, the, I don't know, one of my best friends growing up, his name was spelled exactly the same way, and it was Krebs. But they pronounce it differently, Krebs. Anyway. The election guy that Trump fired earlier in the week saying that was a dangerous hour 45 that was on TV yesterday. It was Rudy Giuliani and this Sidney Powell woman, a couple of lawyers, um, explaining how the election was stolen. That Trump actually won in a landslide and, and, and it's stolen. Well, Tucker Carlson jumped into the story and um, the way he handled it to me, for me, puts an end to it. I mean, I no longer will spend a second thinking about whether or not um, the election was stolen. W were there all kinds of ballots that were wrong across the country in individual situations? Of course there were. And anybody who claims they're not is just a liar. But 
not coordinated systemic fraud that overturned election. We'll explain to you what Tucker Carlson said last night right after we tell you about Simply Safe because this time of year, there's a rise in break ins. It's just true. It happened to me one time. People driving around, there's a house with a Christmas tree. They got kids, they got presents under the tree, and they break in when you're not there, knowing you're going to be doing some traveling and stuff. It really sucks, but it happens. That's why you need Simply Safe Home Security. Huge holiday sale going on right now. 35% off any Simply Safe system with a free security camera. Recently, uh, U.S. News and World Report called it the best home security of 2020. The CN, uh, CNET Editor's Choice Award for Home Security given to Simply Safe. Also, best of 2020 by Forbes and Popular Mechanics, which is really impressive. You set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. It's really easy and it's great security. And right now, you can get 35% off Simply Safe plus a free security camera by going to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. The deal expires today. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. So Tucker Carlson, on his show last night, pointed out that they go out of their way to take stories like this seriously. He said, on Sunday night, we texted Ms. Powell, one of the lawyers involved that gave the press conference yesterday, uh, yesterday, saying we would like her to come on the show. And um, Tucker believes we're the most open-minded show on television. We even cover UFOs. <laughs> we take everything seriously. Here's what Tucker said last night. We took Sidney Powell seriously. We had no intention of fighting with her. We've always respected her work. We simply wanted to see the details. How could you not want to see them? So we invited Sidney Powell on the show. We would have given her the whole hour. We would have given her the entire week, actually, and listened quietly the whole time at rapt attention. That's a big story. But she never sent us any evidence, despite a lot of requests, polite requests, not a page. When we kept pressing, she got angry and told us to stop contacting her. When we checked with others around the Trump campaign, people in positions of authority, they told us Powell has never given them any evidence either, nor did she provide any at the press conference. Powell did say that electronic voting is dangerous, and she's right, we're with her there. But she never demonstrated that a single actual vote was moved illegitimately by software from one candidate to another. Not one. So that's Tucker Carlson on his show last night. As he said, this is a very, very big deal. What she described yesterday and what she has been describing, this Powell woman and Rudy Giuliani, would be the single greatest crime in American history. And it would be. Millions of American or millions of votes stolen in one day, democracy destroyed, the end of our centuries old system of self-government. Not a small thing, a very big story. And that's why Tucker Carlson said, we'll give you the whole week. I mean, because if this happened, we want the news out there and other media outlets aren't covering it. We'll give you the whole week to come on here on the top rated show in all of cable news and lay it out for the American people on how this crime was committed. And they didn't they took a pass why because they don't have the evidence because it didn't freaking happen you know i tweeted this out last night and i saw the responses from some of you that you're going to go to your grave believing this election was stolen i hope we can part as friends and we'll agree on other stuff i just think you're wrong i don't i don't i have no idea what the end game is here for Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell and for Donald Trump claiming this happened. I don't know what they're going to try to pivot this into. I'll tell you what it's not going to turn into. It's not going to turn into an overturning of the election. Tucker Carlson is the perfect outlet for this information if you got the goods. 
perfect. Like I said, the top-rated show. He's going to give you a whole week. He's on board. He's he's the one screaming every night about who's claiming there's no fraud. There's fraud all over the place. Look here, Wisconsin. Look here, Pennsylvania. Look here, Georgia. Given all the examples, look at California, the vote harvesting. There's examples all over the place, and we need to fix it. It is a problem. But the systemic, coordinated effort to steal an election that Trump won in a landslide, no, it didn't happen. And you had a chance to go on Tucker's show last night. You took a pass. To me, the story is over. I, I'm not going to pay any more attention to it. I don't plan to pay any more attention to this story. Senator uh, Ben Sass, who we like around here yesterday, said, based on what I've read in their filings, when Trump campaign lawyers have stood before courts under oath, they have repeatedly refused to actually allege grand fraud because there are legal consequences for lying to judges. So they say it's this sort of stuff out loud, but when they end up in a court situation, they don't actually press it further. That's why of the 33 uh, cases that they've brought before courts, they've lost 31. They've won two minor cases, which are important. Those cases where there was fraud or you wouldn't weren't reading the, the signatures right or whatever, we got to fix those. we got to root those out. The I know crimes. I can smell them. And this is not the result I want, want but Trump lost. Uh, ben Sass went on to say, President Trump lost Michigan by, mar- by more than 100,000 votes, and the campaign and its allies have lost in or withdrawn from all five lawsuits in Michigan for being unable to produce any evidence. Wild press conferences erode public trust. So, no, obviously Rudy uh, should not pressure electors to ignore their certification obligations under the statute. We are a nation of laws, not tweets. I think the story's over. I don't plan to pay. We're going to be off all next week long. I don't plan to pay any attention to this. You had your shot to go on Tucker and explain what is actually going on. You didn't because you don't got nothing. Did you all watch my cousin Vinny? I don't. I, I don't know what the end game is. I to me, I keep referencing the 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 famous Seinfeld episode where Costanza claims he has a beach house out on the end of Long Island, and everybody knows he's lying, but he just keeps going with it. And the and the and the point of uh, uh, continuing to go along with his story is just to see, okay, how far are you going to take this? We're we're in the car now. We're driving to the beach house that you don't actually have. How are you going to end this? That's the way I feel about this whole Rudy, Sidney Trump thing. How are you planning to turn this into a positive? Now, maybe Trump's going to turn this into a a media thing that he's going to start or a donor list. Or I don't know what the end game is, but I know the end game is not overturning the election. That story's over. Um. Oh, and the other story that came out of it yesterday was poor Rudy Giuliani's hair dye under the hot lights. He started to sweat, and he had black streaks running down his face, which is unfortunate. It's a bad look. Um, Our text line, agree or disagree, 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. I would have loved, 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 loved nothing more than for Rudy and Sidney Powell to have gone on Tucker Carlson and laid out the evidence of how this was stolen and 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 we overturn it, and Trump gets to be president. I freaking love that, but that's not what happened. It's over. Go to ArmstrongandGetty.com to donate to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Uh, money rolling in like crazy. The coronavirus vaccine is coming out here in a couple of weeks. We have more details now on how the shots are going to get to you, where you'll be getting it, and how many of us will be getting it. All that stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. How people can handle this. Um, just came across something funny. Uh, this is outside. Uh, I don't know what it's outside of, but it's one of those sandwich board written with chalk sort of things on a, on a street. All of you who are panic buying, picture of toilet paper. All of you are panic buying. Make sure you stock up on condoms so you don't breed anymore, you effing idiots. <laughs> I want to go frequent that store. <laughs> I was at a store, uh, one of your big brand name box stores yesterday, and there were shelves that were just bare. Ooh, I hadn't seen that for a long like time. Like I hadn't seen since April. What? What are you people buying? What are you doing? It's our last day for asking you to give to a fantastic charity, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. They're so good with your money. They're one of the most efficient charities in America, in addition to the fact that what they're doing is just so great. Helping to send our heroes home for the holidays so they can wake up in their own bed and mom and dad get to see them and all that sort of stuff. We'll tell you more about that later. Four stars on Charity Navigator, an actual perfect score for transparency, which I think means a lot. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so I guess we need to figure out where we are currently before we send a, start a mini goal and then punishing you with some sound. Uh, so is that where we are currently? Yes. At about 690? Jeez. It's unbelievable. We were hoping to raise 500 in four shows and four, uh, four days and four hours of show. During a year in a pandemic when the economy has been shut down and it, this is, I am, I am blown away. And we're almost 200 grand, uh, Past our goal. So we're at 690. Let's try to get to 695 quickly. A lightning round. Joe is not here today because he started out on his vacation early. He's traveling. But every year he brings in his trombone. He actually was a good trombone player in high school. So he says. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. I believe it. The problem is he uh, high school's a long time ago for us. <laughs> And uh, he does not play his trombone other than this couple of minutes per year. And so that's the sort of thing you can just, it's not like riding a bike, (laughs) playing musical instruments. Anyway, so Joe is going to play the trombone. We are going to allow him to play. Is he playing Christmas classics? I think he lays out what he's playing here. He's going to play the song until we get to 695. So go to armstrongandgetty.com, donate money to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station or this continues take it joe all right our theme today will be uh classic rock gems oh my gosh uh, featuring some of the greatest american bands jack you know this one the eagles classic hotel california <laughs> oh my gosh oh <laughs> uh, let's see oh here we'll start with the first verse one two three four <laughs> This is Hotel California? So he claims. <laughs> Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Including uh, donations. For, we miss you, Marshall Phillips, and hope he is well. $10. He is well. We saw him uh, not too long ago at, at Michelangelo's wedding. Uh, we got barfed chorus. up pug toy. Here's the chorus. Welcome to the Hotel California. Okay, I'm following it now, I think. <laughs> Such a lovely place. Such a lovely place. Here we go. <laughs> Barf up pug toy with a hundred dollars. Smash, Hilarious. smash, smash with five hundred bucks. Refresh uh, to see where we are. See if we can get this to stop. All right, let's go. What, what, what do we got here? Six hundred ninety-five thousand six hundred eleven dollars. I get it. All. I mean, that's. 
That's 5,000. Uh, there we go. We, we made it. 695,000. The lightning round is complete. You guys we, are fantastic. Got, yes, absolutely. We've got more of Joe playing the trombone later. Moist Talker with $650 donated. What was the pug one? I like that. Uh, barfed up pug toy. Yes, that was one of the more extraordinary events that's happened at our home in recent days. <laughs> we have corporations donating now as Moron Governor Factory drops in $100. <laughs> Piping hot cream corn with 25 I believe that's a reference to what yep. uh, Michelangelo gives out at Halloween or yes. one, something yeah. on the staff. Fantastic. Does. Nancy's hairdresser, 25 bucks. Uh, passing fast remarks for 25 bucks. Remember, that was from that <laughs> 1980 our arcade right. machines ruining Boston. Young people walking in passing fast remarks. <laughs> the turkey pillow with 40 bucks. Yes, from Arby's. Uh, Biden's hairy legs with another 25. I mean, this is just a, it's phenomenal what, mm. what everybody's doing. Make, make Sean be quiet again. I was never quiet in the first place. $50 from you. Thank you for your contribution. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Well, a company has put out a list of the most common passwords that people use in America. Now, the, this is a company that makes its money off of uh, trying to secure your stuff. So they're they're trying to make us look foolish. And I think the whole password thing is really overrated. The one that really confuses me, um, I don't like that they give you the little round dots instead of the, the letters and words you're typing in. Because I don't <laughs> know, okay, did I type in my four already or not? And the idea that somebody's always looking over my shoulder trying to steal my password seems ridiculous to me. At work or anywhere, but especially, how about at home? I'm typing in the password in my own home for my own Netflix account, and you're concerned that there's like a burglar behind me in my own living room who's going to read the password? I don't quite understand Somebody with a telephoto lens 100 yards away in the brush. (laughs) But anyway, uh, and I still go with a very easy password. I use the same password for every account, and it's very simple. Um, Maybe it's an OK Boomer thing, but that's what I do. I've got like three or four that I rotate through depending on what the exact parameters are of said one. Yeah, I certainly don't go with their suggestion that I would have to write down, obviously, because there's no way I'm ever going to remember, you know, asterisk four, backwards slash, whatever you're coming up with. I do one, two, three, four, and then I reverse it every other year, four, three, two, one. Fantastic. The Russians will never catch on. It's the switching that really fools them. (laughs) Uh, NordPass, which again makes its money off of helping you out with uh, security, says the top 10 worst secret words or phrases for 2020 is pretty similar to last year. And the top spot is one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Obviously, if you need six something to fill it in, more than two and a half million users have one, two, three, four, five, six as their password, which I, by the way, think is perfectly okay. In second place is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine which obviously just has slightly different parameters with a million users. Man, if my password's not secure enough, somebody could access my DoorDash app and order food from it? I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, 1111111 is very popular. 123123 is very popular. Oh, I like that. It really throws off the people who are trying to go for the 456. Yeah. Uh, I think we continue to ignore these because we think it doesn't do very much good. I think it's kind of similar to the whole mask thing. We've kind of figured out the level of risk. We've weighted ourselves, and uh, and and we're approaching it this way. Um, the the letters across the keyboards I know is always very popular. You just type across the keyboard. Oh, the, the QWERTY, yeah. various things, yeah, yeah. Um, next hour we'll get to some more uh, trombone playing. We have another clip of our old producer, Dominic Brasha, singing Broadway tunes. This is to punish you, to make you donate. I don't know why we're punishing you. You've come through very well. 
with uh, uh, about holy cow, is that our latest total? Oh, it's another. Oh my goodness. We really, yeah. we really should do before we go to break. Let's do one. Gladys at the drum roll, please. Seven hundred four thousand four hundred twenty-one American dollars. That is extraordinary. We didn't know what to set the goal for this year, and we've had some big years in the past. But we thought, you know, there's, there's, I, I, as I've said many times, I know way more people that have lost their job than than have gotten coronavirus. I personally know more people that have closed their business than have gotten the coronavirus uh, because of the economic fallout and everything like that. So we didn't know what the year is going to be. On the other hand. The stock market is roaring. If you're invested in a certain way or if you're in certain sectors of business, you're having the best years of your life. We've talked to construction people. They're having the best years they've ever had. It's just a fact. So those of you who are doing well, coming in with the money, we, we, we appreciate that. $704,000. Absolutely amazing. And every little bit helps. Jack's calf implants contributed $25. <laughs> that goes to the total. It's a wonderful organization. Fantastic. Um, uh, the CDC and the New York Times are out with some new guidelines on whether you need to wipe stuff down to avoid the coronavirus. You don't is the uh, long and short of it. And why are people still doing it? Epstein didn't kill himself with a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, and feel good about yourself. It's a time of year where we buy a lot of stuff for ourselves and we indulge too much. So do something for somebody else. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty.